T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. That means it's time for our visit with the American Legion, and I am joined by two people, one I'm very familiar with, unfortunately, and the other I'm just meeting, uh, Joe Plensler from the American Legion. Joe, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. And our very special guest, Verna Jones. She is the executive director for the American Legion. Verna, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, uh, before we get into some the the nitty gritty, I have to ask. There's been a lot of stuff going on on Capitol Hill involving the VA Secretary David Shulkin and some inappropriate use of funds and Wimbledon tickets and all this other stuff. And I know that the Legion has put out a statement on that. Correct? That's right. We did. We put out a statement yesterday. And what is what is the Legion's uh, stance on this issue? So, you know, we always want whoever's in office to do what's right by veterans. They deserve that. And so while we were disappointed with some of the things that were outlined in the IG report, um, we are still standing very strong that Secretary Shulkin has done an amazing job for veterans and for the VA. Um, and so we support Secretary Shulkin and certainly would like to see Secretary Shulkin continue to be the secretary of the VA. We think it's imperative to the well-being of veterans that um, that he's not removed. And the other thing is that we think this is bigger than just the Europe trip. This is about privatization and about lining the people that they want in, in those positions so that they can make privatization easier. We can move towards privatizing the VA health care. Right. I, I've heard, go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot of reporting that came out late last week. And you, you might have saw like uh, Isaac Arnstorff's piece in Politico. He's a ProPublica reporter. And, uh, you know, the, uh, Leo Shane, Nikki Wentling, a lot of the folks that you're familiar with in the space wrote about this thing. And the thing that strikes me is the connection to the privatization issue of the VA. And almost like, you know, we are, like Verna said, we're disappointed by what, you know, the Secretary's travel, um, what happened with all that. But, you know, there's a larger issue here, and it's something that the American Legion has been, you know, very vocal about since uh, since we founded our organization in 1919 and fought for the VA. I mean, we are 100% opposed to privatizing the VA by by uh, resolution. Okay, and that's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that's very interesting because uh, I know that there are, there is a, a large organization I believe is Concerned Veterans of America that are very f- pro uh, privatization. And tell me, why is it that the Legion? Why are you? Why is privatization a bad thing? Yeah, so so let me just say this is that <clears throat> Concerned Veterans of America is not a large organization. They're not? Okay. No, they're not. Um, however, um, so yeah, we, we differ from them. The Legion is is certainly against privatization because we know that the VA healthcare system is the best care anywhere for veterans. I mean, veterans have their own unique needs, and this VA healthcare system has been set up to make sure that they take care of veterans. If you privatize the VA and send all veterans out into the community, where's the oversight going to come from? Who's going to take care of our most vulnerable veterans, those who are ill, injured, and wounded? You know, our veteran population is aging. We have those who suffer from PTSD and other mental conditions. 
And some just don't have the know-how to go out into the community and make sure that they've been treated fairly and that they've been given the best quality and timely health care that they deserve. We also see some reports, I think it was through CBO, that, that privatization would increase the cost for the American taxpayer as well. And, 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 you know, personally, just, you know, Vern and I both being veterans, and Vern is an Army vet, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, um, you know, and we've served all around the world, me personally, with Marines who have been combat in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and one of the things that VA does really well is taking care of veterans who have polytrauma, right? So the ones that, that get blown up by IEDs or get shot or injured in combat, when they come home, they put a huge team around them uh, to, to really look at the totality of their care. And, you know, one thing that shocked me is when I was talking to a reporter friend who was blown up in uh, Afghanistan who was getting care at Walter Reed, she told me, she's like, there's civilian doctors that won't even touch me, right? Because, you know, they see my x-rays, they see my case file, that it's just too much for them to comprehend and handle. Where the VA is ideally suited and has, you know, over 16 years of experience in dealing with veterans with these, these you know, multiple issues of, of combat trauma. Right. And uh, we actually talked this morning or, or rather yesterday with uh, Justin Brown from Hillvets, And he also mentioned that uh, a lot of the VSOs are sort of rallying around Secretary Shulkin to try and keep him in office. And uh, that's well, I, I'm not going to speak either way. I, I think that he's done a really good job as secretary and I think he should be allowed to stay. It's one of those things where, you know, the man may not be perfect, but he's doing a fine job. That's right. And they've got to allow him to run his his organization. I mean, they have him in as the secretary of the VA. He was unanimously um, confirmed, and so obviously, you know, he's the right person for the job. And in in you know, Congress thought so. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was the undersecretary of health for about eighteen months before becoming the secretary. But you know, with his title and even keeping him there, it needs to go a little further than that. Allow Secretary Shulkin to the ability to lead his team and to do what he knows is right for veterans. He's involving all the right people. He's bringing in the VSOs. He's making sure that veterans, you know, are okay. And he will ask questions about um, what are the ramifications if we do this? What are the things that you know, you know, this is ask of the VSOs from your being out in front of veterans every day. He really wants to know how this will affect veterans, you know, and the whole VA system, but all the way down to that individual veteran. How do we make sure that we're giving them what they deserve and what they need? Right. Absolutely. Now, Speaking of uh, legislation and certain things, I understand that you and the Legion have a really big meeting coming up next week. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's our Washington conference, and it's held every year. We have um, about 5,000 Legionnaires from all across the country um, are coming to this meeting. This is where we get together and we are res- we're a resolution-based organization. That's how we establish Legion policy and, and our laws for the for the American Legion. So these uh, legionnaires are going to travel from all over the country, some out in Japan and the Philippines and, you know, abroad. And we'll talk about uh, resolutions that will affect veterans. And they're going to storm the hill. We'll have legionnaires who go to every lawmaker on Capitol Hill and talk about what's affecting veterans and what's affecting their state and, you know, let the lawmakers know what these veterans need and, and what's important. And that's one of the things about the Legion and, you know, the other big six VSOs is that, you know, we are large organizations, like, no, no kidding. I mean, we have three million or two million members of the American Legion alone with our auxiliary, our sons of the American Legion. We are well over three million, you know, people that are part of this American Legion family. And really, this is the height of our grassroots activism where we're actually putting bodies in congressional offices to talk to their legislative officials to remind them about what's important to veterans 
Um, and I've got a couple of events. I mean, we, after your next question, I, I've got a few things that, that we ought to talk no, about. No, absolutely. No, you can't talk about them. Only what I decide to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. This I'm, Storm the Hill is amazing. You'll, you know, it's it's great to see the, the veterans come in, the legionnaires come in, and they storm the hill. I mean, that's so important to them. We have several meetings um, prior to that, making sure that they have, you know, they know all the, the latest legislation. And, and they've already been researching that they're, local levels, they are ready to go in and talk to the lawmakers. It's an amazing thing to see veterans come in and, and have that much passion and compassion for their comrades. Yeah, and I'd like to remind everyone that we had five major pieces of legislation passed last year, right? I mean, wow. Five. It was huge. It's unprecedented. And Verna's got that list. I mean, she, she, she can go over that and, you know, talk about like what our top three priorities are for this year. Yeah. So, you know, the five major pieces of legislation, we have the Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act, which is very important. The GI Bill, they, they fixed that. Now it's the forever GI Bill. And as you know, the American Legion, we had a legionnaire who wrote that GI Bill. So that's been very important yeah, to us. Back in 44. Yeah, back in 44. And they actually named it the Harry Comary GI Bill, you know, for that legionnaire. So it's amazing. Um, the cho- Appeals Modernization, the Choice Bill, and then the American Legion had a coin bill passed. So we'll get our coin minted celebrating our 100 years that's amazing yeah, that's really talked cool about that on the show before and i just wanted to remind everyone like you know th- that doesn't really cost the federal government anything in fact it's a revenue generator for them mm-hmm. and then we split like once the government's costs are covered we split the proceeds and then um that money goes directly to veteran support programs within the american legion so yeah. it doesn't go to our overhead doesn't go to our paychecks it goes 100 percent to helping veterans homeless vets you know yeah, all kinds of programs for veterans in need. 100% of that money goes to help veterans. So we're really excited about it. What a great way to commemorate 100 years, which is huge for us, and then to be able to mint that coin and and provide resources for veterans in need. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, so uh, those are the five that you got passed last year, correct? Mm-hmm. So, in this Congress. Oh, yes. in this in mm-hmm. this Congress, right. So my question is, uh, what are your focuses for this year? Like, what are you hoping to get done? Yeah, so um, I'll give you three of our uh, top three priorities, legislative priorities, which is choice and the caregiver bill. Um, we're very, uh, we, we want to see that caregiver bill expanded. You know, now it's for post-9-11 veterans and their, their families. You know, all veterans who need caregivers need to be afforded the same opportunity because it affects every veteran who served who meets that caregiver um, criteria. And then the electronic health care records, which is very important to us. You know, when a veteran when a, a veteran goes into the military or a military person goes in, it's important they have those electronic health care records from the time they go in to the time they, you know, pass away. I used to be a service officer for the American Legion. I was a benefits specialist helping veterans get their benefits. And one of the things that we saw was veterans would come in that couldn't locate their records. There was a fire in 1973, which destroyed a lot of records. Now they got some of them reconstructed, but not all of them. And there were veterans who missed out on getting their benefits because the records weren't there. So this will help chronicle the veterans' whole career from the time they get in until they, you know, when they're active duty or in the, in the reserves, National Guard, until they, you know, pass away. And, and I think that's going to make it so much better for veterans and for their families to help them get those much-deserved benefits. And then suicide prevention. You know, we have numbers that say that 20 a day are taken, 20 veterans a day are committing suicide. And that's down from the 22 a day. But, you know, the American Legion wholeheartedly believes that that's too many. One is too many. And so we're working on suicide prevention, trying to find a way to connect all the dots and make sure that those numbers continue to decline. Okay. So uh, while we're talking about the the, the, uh, suicide prevention, what are 
I mean, I don't know if this is in your scope, but what are some of the ideas you plan on pressing for or presenting to Congress? Like, I mean, I don't think you're just going to go say, hey, fix this problem and not tell them how you're going to do it. So what are some of the proposals that you're going to be bringing, bringing forward? Yeah, so, you, you know, we, we don't ever go to Congress and just say fix it. With the American Legion, we're always working with Congress. We have different programs to make sure that we go out and we do the research. One of the things we have is our system worth saving program because we truly believe the VA is a system worth saving. And with that program, we go out to the different VA healthcare facilities, the hospitals, the CBOX, the vet centers, and we talk to the veterans and we talk to the providers and find out what's going on, what's happening, and how we can help um, do that. And one of the, um, with the American Legion, we take our um, homeless veteran coordinator and they're working on suicide prevention as well. We're finding out you know, what's happening in your community? What does homelessness looks like, look like? What are the, the, what's the contributors that the VA knows that we know to be contributors that are, are having veterans, you know, commit suicide? And then we come back and research it and try to create programs to help prevent that. So, you know, it's an ongoing process. I wish I had one, two, and three that we could say, if we do this, this, and this, we're going to you know, stop suicide. Right, but, right. You know, we know there's an opioid crisis. We know that people are linking that to suicide. PTSD, they're linking it to suicide. Homelessness, you know, socioeconomical standings. There's so many things, uh, mental illness, that could cause a veteran to commit suicide. And so we're working on all those things that have been identified and that we know could be contributors to veterans committing suicide. Wow, that's uh, and that's what we love about the American Legion. Always working, always moving forward, always working on something. Okay. Now I can now let's back up for a second. Something I probably should have asked at the beginning, but a little bit of background on you. I uh, Joe said that you were a member of the world's greatest army, the that's best right. of all branches, <laughs> as I right. can say as an army vet myself. Thank no you for offense, your Joe. <laughs> that's right. Thank you for your service, army veteran. So uh, tell me a little I'm bit. Not saying who. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it with any enthusiasm. (laughs) Well, it wouldn't sound right coming from Marine anyway, would it? Yeah, anyway. So uh, tell me a little bit about your your background. When did you serve? When did you get out? How did you get involved with the Legion? Yeah, sure. Thanks for asking. So I joined the military in 1987, and I um, got out of the military in 1995. Um, I was stationed at Fort Hood, Texas, and admin. I worked in personnel, making sure that those service members got paid, got their money, you know, all their money, their mail, all the important things. Um, and then I came back from the military and actually was married at the time and moved from state to state as my husband at that time was in the military as well. So I would work for the governor of each state, working with their veterans program. Came back to North Carolina and worked with the unemployment office, helping veterans get jobs, unemployment, employment, and reemployment. And that was a temporary job. And then this job from the American Legion came available. And one of the veterans counselors said, you know, we're going to contact you with, put you in, in contact with Frank Stansel, who runs the American Legion in Washington, D. I mean, in um, North Carolina. I think that would be a great job for you. And so I went to work for the American Legion in North Carolina and was going to law school at the same time. And when I finished law school, I decided that I think I need to branch out a little bit and was in contact with the national headquarters and, and came here. And now here you are, yeah. the executive director for the D.C. branch. That's uh, that's incredible. That's a Great story. I it's mean, an honor for me. It really oh, is. Well, um, of course, it, it always is helping veterans. That's what we do here at ConnectingVets.com, help veterans every day. And yeah, that's what it's all it about. Too. Well, yeah, well, as we go into the storm of the whole thing, I'd like to just remind everyone that, I mean, Verna's really leading what effectively is the lobbying and policy shop for 2 million veterans. So 
you know, when, when you come to think about like, why should I join a traditional VSO? Well, I mean, we're up on the hill every day fighting for veterans' rights and benefits, you know, protecting what you got, trying to expand, you know, make things better for, for all of us, you know, who've served our country and, and uh, make sure that we can transition back into civilian uh, world and be employed and be sustainable and have our healthcare needs met, you know, especially for service-connected disabilities. So, you know, if, if you're not a member of a VSO, you know, we'd like to encourage you to join and we'd prefer that you join the American Legion. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you ought to put your name and money behind the efforts that are going on for veterans' benefits. Oh, know. for sure. You know, collectively with the what's called the big six organizations, we represent 5.3 million veterans. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of veterans that we, you know, we speak for. And so it's important that we, you know, that you join the VSO and become involved in making sure that our voices are heard and that you're taking care of your comrades, what we've always done when we were in the military. So it's important that you do that. Okay, and I understand, Joe, you got a couple other topics yeah. you want us to touch on. Yeah, a couple of events coming up. So uh, February 23rd, that's this Friday, is a big day. So th- to kick off our, our Washington Conference, this is kind of a prequel to it. We're having the American Legion 2018 Winter Conference and Career Event, and that's going to be happening at 1919 Connecticut Avenue in Washington at the Washington Hilton. There's going to be a big job fair and uh, you know career counseling type thing going on with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation. Uh, Friday uh, at 10 o'clock at the National Press Club, our national commander is going to be speaking, doing a headliner event, and that's that's closed to the public, open to the press. So any any you know your journalist friends out there who might be interested, she's going to be doing a, a press conference at 10 o'clock at the National Press Club to wheel out our 2018 legislative agenda. Next Tuesday, we have this thing at the Washington Hilton. We have this thing called the Commander's Call, and it's like where all the top legionnaires get together and we we discuss legislative priorities. But um, also, we're going to have three of the uh, big four uh, from the Hill coming from the Senate and House Veterans Affairs Committee. I think it's going to be Senator Tester, uh, Chairman Rowe, Ranking Member Walls, uh, Dr. Shulkin is going to be speaking. And we think maybe we've invited somebody from the White House to come, and we're waiting on confirmation from that as well. Okay. And then Wednesday at 10 o'clock, Senate Dirksen G50, our national commander, is going to be testifying before a joint session of the Senate and House Veterans Affairs Committee. So... You'll be able to watch that on C-SPAN as well, but if you want to come and sit in the gallery, it's going to be packed with a bunch of guys with with either red or blue caps from the American Legion. We're going to stuff the room, and uh, it should be a pretty good session. And you can also watch it because it'll be live-streamed on www.legion.org, so you can watch it on, on our website as well. Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to ask. Uh, for this, uh, for your uh, uh, legislative blitz you have going on next week, it's, it's what I've decided it is. It's a blitz. It anyway, uh, can anyone... How do you decide who can join? You said you have 5,000 legionnaires from all across the world. And how did you decide? Is it just people just show up or did you like invite certain people? Yeah, so no, any legionnaire is invited to come to our, our conferences. And, and so within their own departments, they determine who's going to come and represent oh, okay. um, the American Legion at those conferences. So it's usually about three to 5,000 that come to um, Washington Conference here. And then we have... Ten eight to 10,000 who come to our conventions every year that rotate from state to state. So, you know, if you're a legionnaire, you can, you know, with your department and decide whether you're going to come to the convention or not. They're always welcome. All right. Awesome. So, uh, uh, uh the big question I should probably ask, again, I probably should have asked for, when does this, when does this kick off? Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, we have some uh, internal meetings over the weekend, but the real big push is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week. So, so uh, you're going to see a lot of legionnaires, a lot of buses going up to Capitol Hill, a lot of you know a lot of war veterans, wartime veterans with uh, with their caps on, going to let their members of Congress 
uh, know what's on their mind. So uh, th- that's a pretty shy crowd, though, so I'm, I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So you may see a lot of legionnaires around. Yeah. The, a loudmouth loud veteran? <laughs> Who ever heard of that? Heard of that. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. You might see some bulkheads bulging over in some offices. <laughs> if, uh, you get a little fired up, but it's, it's going to be good. It's, Knife uh, hands everywhere. That's yeah. right. So you'll see them out throughout Washington, D.C. this weekend. Right. If you'll see what the legion caps on. Go up to them, ask them anything you want to know about the American Legion, about veterans. They'll be happy to tell you. Yeah, and if you, if you want to do PT with us and do knife hand practice, uh, <laughs> zero dark 30 at the Washington <laughs> Hilton out in the parking lot. Uh, Vernon and I will be holding formation. I uh, know he'll be holding formation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be asleep. You can hold formation whenever you want. We'll do a 10-mile run and, and practice knife hands. It'll be awesome. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, do you have anything else that you want to get out there? Any other information you want to push out to your members or to veterans as a whole? Yeah, sure. So, as always, the American Legion is here to help. We have over 3,000 accredited representatives, benefit representatives, who can help file claims, help with appeals. You know, any questions you have about veterans, how do you join a VSO? How do I get into the VA? You know, how do I get my benefits? How do my children get to utilize my GI Bill? You know, if you're transitioning out of the military and you need some help, because that's a real scary time to leave the military and transition into civilian life the american legion is here to help and veterans have paid by virtue of their service to this nation so there's never a cost um, to come to the american legion and get great quality help from trained professional um, counselors to help them do that yeah i would say don't go it alone if you're experiencing any sort of difficulty with the va for education benefits or for health care you know give us a call you know it's www.legion.org forward slash service officer all one word and that will pull up a list of uh, the service officers in your state and we are here to help yeah, and we have a representative for women and minority veterans as well. So it doesn't matter <clears throat> what segment of veterans you belong to or what your special needs are. We are absolutely here to help you, and I would be honored to do so. Okay, all right. Well, Verna Jones, Executive Director of the American Legion, and Joe Plensler, thank you so much for appearing on the show today. Yeah, thank awesome. you for having hey, me. Thanks for having us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.